nothing could ever separate us because I'm purchased by your right. Praise the Lord, everybody. Let's see here. I had this figured out. Praise the Lord, everybody. I would like for you all to come on in and join me for Coffee and Jesus. Oh, yes. This is great. This is great. Let's see what we got here. Take that out. Okay. Learning some stuff tonight. Pray that everyone is doing well. And um, yeah, I think I like it right there. See here. All right. Yeah, I see we got seven people on. Praise the Lord, everybody. Pray that everyone is doing well. Um, if you wouldn't mind, I would ask that you please say something to me tonight. Go ahead and jump in the room and say hello. Speak to me. Give me some love. I'd like to know that you are here and I'm going to see. Uh, see here, I'm going to run a few things on here. All right. We got it going. Thank you all for joining in. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So I got a few uh, a few people in here tonight. Praise the Lord for you all. I thank you all for joining me. If you can hear me and everything is going well, um, please go ahead and speak to me and let me know. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right. Yeah. Go ahead and speak to me. Uh, hey, Brianna Spencer, God bless you, sis. Thank you for joining us. Um, Shelly Blair, my sister, thank you uh, for, for being here. I pray that tonight uh, people are encouraged by what's getting ready to happen in this place. So thank you all for being on here. Tonight, the Lord has me dealing with uh, a topic. Let me see here. Uh, pull up my notes here. The Lord has me dealing with a topic pertaining to uh, false reality, false reality. OK, the Lord has me dealing with false reality. The thing about false reality, people of God, is that many, many of us don't really know if we're living in a false reality or not. And the only reality that we need to be concerned with is the reality that Jesus Christ is pleased with our lives because it would be a terrible thing. Oh, praise the Lord. You can hear me. Thank you. Um, it would be a terrible thing for us to, in fact, spend all this time in this life, in this bodily skin that God gave us and not really be heading to the location that we think we are heading to when we get out of here. So I just want to encourage us to think about a few things on tonight. So before I get started again, thank you all for joining me. I want you to please say hello to me in the room. Speak to me. Tell me hello. So I know that you're here. And also, I want to have you to share this video because I believe that Coffee and Jesus, uh, we are up to something. And I say we because I believe that I walk into fires without uh and I'm not alone. It's it's if I'm walking through a thing, if I'm walking through ministry, it's always with God. I don't, I don't intend, never ever will, uh, continue to walk down this journey, down this road without God. So I, when I say we, I'm speaking of myself and the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ Himself. So tonight, I pray God that you are with us, God. Help us to identify 
the things that you want to pull out of us in this season, God. Lord, we're in, in a place, in a strange place, but God, we're not uh, without a God who knows everything, God. And I thank you that tonight we're able to be encouraged, we're able to learn a few things, and we're able to go and do a self-inventory of our of our current situation and just place ourselves correctly in the right reality and be confident in the fact that we are walking with you. God, we know that anything else is just not acceptable. God, we love you. We thank you in Jesus name. Amen. So here it is, uh, people of God. I want you to know something. Uh, God intends for us to know where we are. He doesn't intend for us to be confused. The spirit of confusion comes from Satan himself. And I want to just go down the line with about about four different thoughts. Um, Stephen West, bless you, man. Thank you for joining in. I want us to to learn something here. So here it is. And, and God asked me to ask you all this rhetorical question. Uh, take a spiritual inventory and think of it first. Where are you with God? And if you're already confident with where you are with God, I'm not even talking to you. Some of us don't really know where we are with God. Some of us don't have the confidence for sure knowing exactly where we are with God. And this is why I'm asking you this question tonight. God wants me to ask you to seriously think about where are you with God? Let me read something to you. What makes it indicative of where you are with God is what you omit your daily life. Fellowship with Christ yields light. I'll say it again. Fellowship with Christ yields light. I have scripture to back it up. It comes from 1 John 1, 6 through 7. It says, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie. And do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son cleanses us from all sin. Let me explain something to you about that. When you walk with Christ, you won't even have to bear witness of your own light. Others will, will bear witness of your light. You don't even have to bear witness of your own light. Others will bear witness of your light. The Bible says that the tree is known by the fruit that it bears. So if you're really walking with God, you don't have to tell anybody anything. The, the life fruit that you bear is going to say everything about where you've been. When I say where you've been, when a woman is pregnant, people know that they give off a glow. Why? Because they've been in fellowship with their husband. They've been in fellowship with their husband. Listen at it this way. The, the word fellowship a word that I, I looked up a long time ago and it's just coming back as I was studying for this lesson, a word called koinonia, koinonia. It means to be intimate. It means to have fellowship with koinonia. It's a Greek word. It's a beautiful word, fellowship. We say fellowship and I, I extend the right hand of fellowship. Some of us Baptist people know about that one, but I'm telling you, fellowship with God means to be intimate. So if you haven't been intimate, then how can you say that you're on light, that, you, that you're lit up and that you're on fire for God? False reality. Because the, 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 the litmus test of this is to be faced with real demons 
and you have no power. Just like the disciples, when they tried to cast a demon out of a young boy, the demon wouldn't go anywhere because they did not recognize who they were when in fact, had they been arrayed in the proper light from fellowship and intimacy with God, they would have been, they would have been able to defeat these devils. See, some of us are just skating by because we really haven't met the right devil yet. But the day that you meet the right devil is when you will really realize if you've been lit or not. Next, admission of sin. People of God, I don't care what level of perfection, holiness, life you've been living. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. This is why. The scripture tells us, I'm going to move a little bit further here. First John 1, uh, verses 8 through 10, it says, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This is why Paul says in a separate location in the Bible that we must die daily. If you don't understand that there is no level of consistency uh, in God without spending time with God. You can't just maintain your life with God without spending time with God. My God, Pastor Derwin Davis, thank you, man. Love you, brother. Burley Clark from Philadelphia, love you too, man. Cassandra Benton West, bless you. Thank you all for joining. I'm telling you now, there is no way for you to continue in God without spending a daily, daily life with him. That's why the Bible says you ought to always pray. Uh, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. You listen to listen to just the, the context of the text that God has given us. If you continue in my word, then ye are my disciples indeed. You will know my truth. My truth will make you free. But, but you can't forget the fact that you have to continue false reality. If you think that you can take a day off, if you think that a season like COVID-19 uh, allows you to take a few days off of your walk with God, off of your prayer life, off of your diligence to the king, you are missing God, people. You are absolutely missing God. And by the way, if you're on this on this video, I want you to stop just for a moment and share coffee in Jesus tonight, because I believe that there are some people who are living in false reality. And after you shared it, I just want you to put down a hashtag, share it. People need to hear this. I know you've been walking past zombies, spiritual zombies, Saints that are zombies, they think that they're there. They think that they're actually walking in, in, in God, but they're actually walking with when, uh, with the spirit of error on them that is so uh, that is so deeply entrenched into them to their heart has become stone. They don't even know left or right. Let me explain to you how this devil of error displays itself. It means that the truth can come right by them and they won't even recognize it. This is the spirit of the Pharisee, the hypocrite, the Sadducee. They can walk right by God and not recognize and fight. They'll fight who he is because their prayer life uh, is never going to be uh, is not where it should be. And they put what they think they know above what they actually know about God. You cannot uh, walk in God without spending time with him back to the fellowship, back to the intimacy. The next thing, all the fruits that are on the tree, you see in this day and time, people have so much hatred towards one another. But the Bible says something about hatred. It's in first John, uh, Two verses nine through eleven, and it says this: He that saith he is not in the light and hateth his brother is in darkness even until now. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light, and there is none occasion 
of stumbling in him. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness and walketh in darkness and knoweth not whether he goeth because that darkness, here it is, hath blinded him. So check this out. If you're walking in darkness, people know this for animals that have uh, have gone through the metamorphosis of living inside of caves over time from being in darkness so long, just become blind. People say the, the term, you're, you're as blind as a bat. You know why blacks are, bats are blind? They're blind because they live in darkness. And after you've been in darkness, you just meander about and you think you still have uh, the same sight that you used to have, but you find yourself bumping into walls and you, you find yourself having to develop other ways to see because your primary method of seeing has been stripped from you because you've decided to live in darkness. An explanation of that, I'm going to give you a blatant example of that is uh, the Bible says to bless them uh, that despitefully misuse you, that, 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 that treat you wrong. God says to bless those people. That means if you're if you're upset with the way that the presidency is going, and and one big example, I'm gonna tell you what I did. Uh, I don't consider President Trump my enemy by any stretch. I'm not gonna say that he's done something. We all know whatever. But the fact of the matter is, God has given me a few instructions. He says I still have to love this person. So I found that he was sick with COVID-19, and and I instead of questioning all of the propaganda that people are putting out and CNN versus MSNBC versus Fox News uh, versus social media, I said, God, I just pray for his soul, God. I pray for his healing, and I pray that he gets to know you a little bit better. Because guess what? The benefit of a person in that position, knowing God better, is going to benefit me in the long run anyway. So why would I take time to hate a person when I can pray for him? Hallelujah. That's one thing that we have to recognize because some of us are publicly displaying hate. Hallelujah. When we should be displaying love or nothing at all. But we have to know God enough to where he zips us up, zips up our mouth, teaches us how, how to study, to be quiet, whereas things that just shouldn't be said. The Bible says to cast out all thoughts and imaginations that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Why would you do that? Because these things will take you out of the character of God. And then now that you want to be on public display, you're putting things out over social media, you're putting things out in the public realm. Now you begin to look like someone that is hypocritical to the gospel that you preach, hypocritical to the life that you're supposed to be living. You've been telling people about Christ all this time, but now you're showing the true colors. People, we got to get back into God. We're living in false reality. My next point here and my final fourth point rather is, uh, it, again, it goes back to walking in darkness. People, we cannot walk in darkness. I've already explained it. I've read the scripture. We can. I, we cannot walk in darkness, people of God. If anything, this is the time where we must synergize. We must act according to 1 Corinthians 1 and 10, that I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that we all speak the same thing, that there be no divisions among us, and that we be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. This is not a time to divide. Why? Because God is still coming back for a church without spot, wrinkle, or blemish, and I refuse to become that church tomorrow. Can anybody put an amen in the room for that? I refuse to become that church without spot, wrinkle, or blemish tomorrow because we don't have that kind of time. Today is the day that the Lord has made. We ought to rejoice and be glad in this one, in it on this side of time. I'm not going to waste God's precious time that he's allotted for me to get it right. Not when I have the knowledge of what to do right. 
people of God don't live in false reality. Please, for the love of God, don't live in false reality. We don't have that much time. And I'm going to tell you this. And I keep repeating myself because I know God's saying it. Without a prayer life, you will not know what's happening in the spirit realm. Without a prayer life, people of God, this is coffee and Jesus. I'll take a sip. Yes, Lord, say lots of that. Without prayer, without a prayer life, you will not be able to devise the book. Without a prayer life, you will not be able to devise what's happening in the spirit realm. And for those who are actually walking in the spirit realm, they're going to do some things that are going to confuse you unless you're walking with God. You're going to be fighting those that lead over you if you don't pray. You're going to be going against the grain for things that are going in the direction of God because you just don't understand. This is not a day and a time where you get to slack off of who God has created you to be. You need to get your hands back on the plow. It is time to get to work. There's a harvest of souls ahead of us and we cannot live in a false reality. I will beseech ye tonight. It behooves you to seek God and not live in a false reality. Look, I love you all. As a final thought from John 1, 1 John uh, chapter 2, verses 15 and 16, very popular. But I must tell you this, y'all, we cannot live on both sides of the fence. It's only one side we get to live on. The Bible says, love not the world, neither things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the just uh, or the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Y'all, we got to have enough discernment to really know the difference between what is of the world and what is of God. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is to back, 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 get in your prayer life. Go tuck yourself in, the, in your closet and get after what God intends for us to know about him. Look, I love you all. I pray that God blesses you. I pray that this, this broadcast blessed you. And just know, please know that God does not intend for us to live in a false reality. Don't think that you really got God for real and you really don't. There's a devil waiting on you that will knock you off of your feet. Without a prayer life, without a sustained word life, without a life with a leader that is full of the Holy Ghost. That's why God gives us pastors after his own heart. Because we can't do it alone. We need someone to help us get there. Pastors need pastors. And those pastors need pastors. I'm telling you, we're intended to be linked up, joined at the hill, church without spot, wrinkle of blemish. Let's do this together. Let's get to work. I love you all. Be blessed. Get you some coffee. I will see you all next Monday, preferably 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Coffee and Jesus is up to something because God's in charge of it. I love you all. Be blessed. And if you have not, please share this video. Bless you. Take care.
feel you've been cut so deep You don't even know where you're bleeding from What do you do When there's layers and layers and layers of guilt, hurt, pain, and shame What do you do Have you been trying Get delivered It's been 25 years now oh. What will 